Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, know you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who do we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. The age of the predators I've caught often becomes the subject of great debate in various forms and online. I think once a predator is 21, 22, that starts to go away. But there's this in-between area, a legal area where Sometimes we catch an 18 or 19 or 20-year-old trying to have sex with a 13, 14, or 15-year-old. Now, the law is clear on this. Some people try to argue that we shouldn't be exposing people like this because it could be viewed as a Romeo-Juliet situation. They're only a few years apart. Technically, they could be in the same school at 18 and 15. I don't buy that argument. I mean, maybe there are extenuating circumstances where there's a legitimate relationship. But the law is the law here. And this case, this predator I've caught, highlights that danger. Richard Brialt 
was 19 going on 20 when he surfaced in our investigation in Riverside County, California, January 2006. This investigation, as you may remember, saw 51 men come to our house to meet a 13, 14-year-old girl or boy for sex. Richard Brialt was one of those men. Now, he didn't really make the episode. In those days, we would shoot the investigation and turn it into two hours of television. And with 51 guys, the producers and myself chose the more interesting cases or the ones at the time we thought were more interesting, more clear cut, the teacher, the actor, the guys who had previous sexual assaults in their criminal history. And I suppose at the time, the decision was made not to include Richard Brialt because of his age. And he had threatened or intimated that maybe he should just kill himself. And since there was all this other incredibly rich material, he really didn't make the movie, so to speak. There was another fellow who didn't make the movie in Riverside. His picture was shown, but that's about it. Michael Siebert. He was clearly challenged intellectually. You could see a scar on the side of his head, but then several months later, the same fellow, Michael, shows up in another predator investigation. We find out that He had done time for a violent assault. He made the second movie for sure. And I think looking back, Richard Brialt should have been highlighted in our original To Catch a Predator investigations. And as I get into detail here, I think you'll understand why. His chat was very, very explicit and vile. And as you'll hear in just a few minutes, he admits he knew what he was doing was wrong. And he admits that he would have likely had sex with a 13-year-old girl. Now, just take this excerpt from the transcripts of Richard's chat with a perverted justice decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl. He's asking about a previous relationship the 13-year-old had with her boyfriend. He fuck you in the ass? No, ooh. You shaved? I shave my legs, duh. Every girl does. Your pussy, he asks? No, dude. Why should I? Because it's nicer when guys eating you out. Why don't guys do it then, she asks. They do, but no one likes hearing their food. Oh, none of my boyfriends did that. They should have. You like giving head? It's okay, I guess. So you like having sex? It's okay. I only done it a couple of times. Do you come? Yeah. Are you a screamer? No, LOL. Cool. Now, this took all of five minutes for Richard, who online went by the name Jack Doe 12, talking to 
Eve ain't so great. 13. To get into this very graphic conversation. There is no doubt little is left to the imagination, as you heard, as to what his intent was. And while we talk about grooming all the time, there wasn't a lot of it here. He got right into it. The conversation starts a couple weeks before he actually shows up. Where from? Riverside. Age, state, and location. Richard says 20, male, bellflower. You, 13, female, Riverside. Damn, what? You're young, he says. Oh, this one guy was like, ooh, at me. It was so mean. And pick, so they exchange pictures. You're kind of young, he says. I'm not a kid, though. Still a virgin? Okay, so again, there's not a lot of grooming here. He's just going to go for it. Later, I would ask him, if he had done this before, and I'll get to his answer shortly. He claimed that he had not done it with anybody so young, but he had engaged in conversations like this with older females. I tend to doubt he was telling the truth. What do you look like? 5'2", 103, I'm short, LOL. Measurements? Oh, I only know my bra size. What is it? 32B. Oh, okay, not bad. Not bad. When did you lose your virginity? Summer. With who? My boyfriend, duh. Still with him? No. Spit or swallow? Ugh. Whatever he tells me, says the decoy. How old was he? 19. WTF? Race? White. What you mean? WTF? What's that about? What the fuck, he says, thinking that she wants to know what WTF means. I know what it means, but why you say it? Damn. He's 19. Your parents didn't care? Like I told him? No. I don't tell my rents about my boyfriends. Ah, he fuck you in the ass? I heard the rest of that segment of the conversation. He also sends pictures. Pornographic pictures. To someone he thought was 13 years old. He asks about her hair color. What part of Riverside in which she lives? So what are you going to tell your parents if we go out? That I'm going out with friends? Am I going to pick you up? Yeah, LOL. Know anywhere we could go? I don't know. You can stay at my house if my rents are working. Really? You home alone tonight? No, Wednesday. I don't think so. I probably won't be until after Christmas. Ah. Want to do something Wednesday? I don't know you real good. Maybe when I know you better. Ah, okay. Be right back. He asks for more pictures. She says she already has him on her profile. He says, that bad I want to do something the first night? Talking about sex, obviously. I don't know. I did stuff on first night before. Really? Cool. Like, messing around? Hmm. You think that's skanky? Fuck no, he says. I like that. Cool. I don't want you to think I'm skanky or nothing. No. You just like sex like I do. She's 13. Know any empty places we could go? Only if my rents are gone, lol. I mean, like a parking lot or something? Hanging out in a lot is lame, she says. Not with me. 
Yeah, but people can catch us. That's why it has to be empty, he said. I don't know. Did he like that? Hmm. What about a parking structure? That's creepy. Now, he's obviously trying to have this sexual liaison in a place where he's not going to get caught. Sadly, Richard, it's not going to play out that way. What time do your parents get home from work at night? 10 or 11 sometimes. Hmm, fuck, I can't wait, he says. LOL, she says. Can you shave for me? I guess. Have you ever been eaten out before? Yeah. Fuck, I'm so horny right now, he says. So when was the last time you had sex? She leaves the conversation. Leaves him hanging. He'll be back. Hey, cutie. Hi. What did you do today? Nothing really. Watch TV, talk on the phone, eat, LOL. Home alone? Or parents' home? Not right now, they're not. You know when they're getting home? No. Damn. Why? Was thinking about maybe I could come over or we could go out. They just went to the store. Ah. Uh, get those pics? Are your friends the same way you are? Huh? Sexually active? No. So you're the only one? Yeah. Ah. Uh. And if your friend's curious? I guess. I don't know. I don't ask him. You should. What if one of them is having sex? So what? Why do I care? Okay, I'm just talking. Oh, okay. Fuck, I'm so horny. Now, in his limited intellectual way, he is doing some grooming here. Trying to keep the conversation going till he can set up a meeting, but it's... It's just crass. But it shows intent. It shows the danger that somebody this age can pose. And there's something else that strikes me about this danger, even though the predator is on the younger side. We recently did a sting operation in Florida. It'll be on True Blue, my new streaming crime network, very soon. Where a guy was caught trying to hook up with a 15-year-old girl. He was 26. He is a registered sex offender. And his first offense, he was 18. And the case also involved a 15-year-old. He was prosecuted in Michigan. He was given probation. He violated probation, then had to serve 18 months in prison. And here he is, just a few years later, down in Florida, trying to hook up with a 15-year-old girl. What does that tell you? We've seen cases like this before, and I would argue that there's no less danger presented by a 19-year-old than a 39-year-old. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The conversation continues. The decoy sends him pictures that are unmistakably underage, claiming to be the girl. Next week, he says? What next week? Me and you. Like what? Doing something? My rents are still on vacation next week after they go back to work. Okay? Okay. Hmm. How big are your tits again? 
Like, how many girls are you talking to? 32B, nice. Gotta go. Talk to you later. Gonna play hockey. Hey, little cutie, he continues the next day. What did you do today? It's like Groundhog Day with this guy. He's still chipping away, trying to set up a meeting, waiting for her parents to be gone. And again, thinking about you, he says. Like what? What we're going to do. Whatever you want's cool with me, really? You ever go anal? Again, he's getting back to the anal thing. I don't know. I think it's kind of nasty. And it probably hurts. I'd be gentle, he says. I don't know. Kind of gross. Which part? Anal, duh. Yeah, but what part do you find gross? All of it. (laughs) He says, I've done it lots of times with girls. Ew. They loved it, he claims. So I guess it's a no. Yeah, it's just gross to me, and it looks like it would hurt bad. Only at first. How do you know? That's what they tell me, he says. I know for sure I want to eat you out. 69. Can you deep throat? I don't know. I've done BJ's before. And you swallow? Yeah, if I have to. What do you mean, have to? If he says, I got to. You don't like to taste? Not really. It's kind of gross, she says, like salt. Okay, he's definitely going to come over now. There's a phone conversation. The next day, and the countdown begins. Countdown, she asks, till your parents go back to work. See, the parents are home on vacation, she says. So he's waiting until they have to go back to work because they work late at night. He's going to come over earlier in the day. And that day is about a week away. So I don't know if you'll be able to go the distance. Yeah, right, she says. I don't see a big deal about anal anyways. The girl told me it makes you come in a different way. Like a new sensation. Plus, it'll give your pussy a break. Again, she says it sounds gross. But he keeps at it. I'm not pressuring you to do anything. It'll be fun, though, to fuck in the tub. I've never done that, he says. We gonna have sex in your room? Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. I was thinking every room in the house. And the countdown continues. He asks what she's going to be wearing when he shows up. He says, I don't care. Because you're not going to be wearing it for long. I'm going to be wearing regular clothes, he says. So do you like fucking or making love, he asks. I don't know. Both, I guess, as long as it don't hurt. Then there's some talk of him bringing another guy if she can find a date for him. And we don't know if he's trying to just get two young girls at the same time. That never happens. There's even talk of her finding another guy to come over for richer to have sex with that never materializes it'll be just us then he says january 6 2006 i want to talk to you before i go over are we still on for tomorrow let me know leave me a message hey yeah we're still on talk to your friend he asks yeah he said maybe he's still thinking okay if he does come it's cool right yeah So then this whole other scenario breaks out 
expanding upon his first request that she have a guy come over. And he locks in on this. But she's still not sure if she can convince him to come over. It ends up being just the two of them, as you'll hear in a minute. So if you'll remember, the Riverside setup was a pretty big house in a middle to upper middle class neighborhood. And the Riverside County Sheriff's Department had a mobile home unit set up right down the street. And that's where they processed those who were arrested. And nobody could anticipate that so many guys would show up. So Richard Brialt drives up parks and comes into that back sliding door entrance to the house. Richard walks in wearing a t-shirt, some jeans, and he hears Dell from Perverted Justice in a quick conversation. Dell goes upstairs and the voice is coming from like a doggy gate, the other side of a doggy gate. And so he asks, is there a dog here? And he starts to follow her upstairs. He's got a bag, plastic bag with him. And because he's moving so quickly, I intercept him. Did you still have your check on the fist again? What Did you still have your check on the friend again? No, I don't care. Okay. It's up to you. Is there a dog here? Excuse me, sir. Would you come on back over on this side, please? And bring your bag with you, if you would. Have a seat right over there. He sits down and he's chewing gum aggressively, nervously. He puts the bag down, and I ask him what's inside of it. He says condoms. It's hard to hear him. I ask him to repeat himself. What's going on? Set that right on that top. What you got in the bag? Condoms. I'm sorry? Condoms. Condoms. Why don't you take them out of the bag, please? And the rest of them. Three boxes of condoms. Had a big afternoon planned? Maybe. Maybe. Not just condoms, but three boxes of condoms. Which speaks to what Richard had planned for the day. This is video and what you're hearing audio that never aired on the original To Catch a Predator show for the reasons I talked about earlier. What are you doing? I'm not sure, and I think I'm in trouble. You're not sure you think you're in trouble? Yeah. I'm not sure I think I'm in trouble. Well, that's the understatement of the day. What's your name? Richard. I'm sorry? Richard. Richard. Richard? Yeah. What's your last name? Are you the FBI or cops? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Are you the FBI or the cops? He knows he's in trouble. He just doesn't know... With whom yet? But you should probably <laughs> choose. Okay. Richard Burialt. I'm sorry. I'm You had a bad feeling. Yeah, and I shouldn't have done anything. I had a bad feeling, and I fucking shouldn't have done anything. But you did do it, Richard. Richard gives me the sense that he's 
from a family who provides very well for him. He's got a sense of entitlement. And now he's been caught doing something that's not going to go over very well at home. Why did you have a bad feeling? So she's underage. She's underage. I've never done anything like that before in my life. You've never done anything like this before? I swear to God. You know, but that doesn't make it any better. I know. Because if I wasn't here, you were going to do what you were going to do. So it doesn't matter whether you've done it before because you were going to do it today. Right? It's horrible. With a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> Those are all the messages, huh? Every single one of them. He sees that I have the transcripts says, those are all the messages, huh? Now, he knows he's sunk because he knows what he said and he knows what he was intending to do. And now he knows he's been caught. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. How old are you? 19. How much? 19. That's not what you said here. I'm 19, dude. Now, online, he said he was 20. I'm not sure why he would say that. He was 19 and a half, I suppose. Maybe make him sound more mature. I don't know. He's talking to somebody he thinks is a 13-year-old girl. I said it was age and you were 20. Uh, I turned 20 in July. So you're either lying here or you're lying to me now. Which is it? I'm 19. I turned to And what, what do you do? Do you go to school? Yes, full-time. You're at college? Yes. Where do you go to college? Long Beach City. Long Beach City. And what are you studying? I'm going to be an engineer. An engineer. Probably not after today. He's a full-time college student, he says. Wants to be an engineer, but not after today, he says. She says, 13 female Riverside. Damn, what? You're young. Still a virgin? No, really. Measurements, 32B. Oh, okay, not bad. When did you lose your virginity? Summer with who? My boyfriend. Uh, still with him? He in the. No. I know exactly what I wrote, sir. So do you like okay. having sex? I know exactly what I wrote, sir. It's all coming back to him now. It's not pretend anymore like it is when you're just typing into a computer screen. It's real. And that's what these predators come to realize when I confront them the predators I've caught. They realize that it's not pretend anymore. They think it's all fantasy and all good because they're not really doing this face-to-face. They cross the line between fantasy and reality. They show up in our house, our sting house. And I'm convinced, given the opportunity, they would act. There would be the rape of a child. And I'm convinced that Richard would have done it. Had the condoms, had it all mapped out, was going to fulfill this fantasy even wanted the girl he thought he was talking to to bring a boy in. So this isn't just some innocent college kid who was pranking about on the internet. This was an adult intent upon the rape of a child and maybe multiple children. Though he claims it was his first time talking to someone that young. He seemed pretty experienced to me the way the conversation went. But he's realizing at this point that he is, as he says, fucked. And his realization gets even more intense. Listen. Damn it. 
me. God damn it. I would feel bad doing anything with you, but it is tempting. Sir, I know what I wrote. And just just if you have a gun, just shoot me right now. So my life is finished. That's right. He still thinks I'm in law enforcement and says to me, if you have a gun, shoot me right now. My life is finished. Now, that may garner some sympathy from some people. To me, it's an attempt at getting sympathy. I'm caught. Just end it now. You might as well kill me. He doesn't really mean it. What were you thinking about, Richard? Uh, with the wrong head, sir, I'm I ask him what he was thinking. He says he was thinking with the wrong head, sir. I then recount the pictures that he sent. Pornographic pictures. Now, you know the pictures that you sent, right? Yes, I did, and that's a felony, isn't it? I have them all, sir. That one, that one. He says that's a felony, isn't it? So he's aware that sending pornographic pictures via the internet is a felony. Sending them to a minor. He knows this. He says that to me before I can even say it to him. Now, you know it's against the law to send yes, I material know. to somebody who you think is underage. Am I going to jail? Am I going to jail? Oh, yeah, Richard, you're going to jail. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to put my job to I'm going to move out of my house. and get kicked off with me. No one in my family is going to ever talk to me again. <laughs> Did you have any, didn't you have any second thoughts about coming over here and doing it? If you read the message, I always said I was iffy and I didn't really think about doing I didn't really want to do it. This is the part where he breaks down and realizes his family is not going to look fondly upon what he's just done. Again, trying to get some sympathy. But I go over the transcripts again with him because there's little doubt as to his intent. He claims that over and over again he was showing second thoughts, but that's not how it read to me. I can't get that thought out of my head. What thought? Doing something with a girl your age. Look at the last... Look, see? I was thinking about it all the time. I didn't think it was right, and I don't know why it came over here. But you're here, Richard. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, sir. You talk to kids like this on the internet all the time? To tell you the truth, I swear to God, this is the first time I ever did this. I can always talk to older women. Can you, can you deep throw? Yes. I mean, this is pretty graphic stuff here. I mean, it goes on and on, Richard. I know, sir. I mean, I, you know, this isn't fun for me either, by the way. I know. I'm going to jail. At this point, he really wants to know who I am, and I've delayed it long enough. And so I tell him. Well, there's something you got to know. Do you ever watch television? Yes. Do you ever watch Dateline NBC? Yes. Do you ever see our stories on computer predators? Sir, am I on TV right now? Uh, not live TV, but these cameras are rolling. You are obviously welcome to leave right now, but if there's anything... But I'm going to get in trouble by the FBI and everything. I don't want my face on the camera. Well, then you're welcome to leave. But I'm going to get in trouble with all this, everything. I'm 
We don't know who's going to be in the story and who's not. Those decisions. But you guys are calling the cops and everything. I'm just doing a story, and I don't know who's going to be in the story and who's not because we haven't gotten that far yet. If you give me a phone number, I'll be happy to call you when when we decide. He says he's seen Dateline, but he apparently isn't hip yet to the To Catch a Predator franchise. Remember, we'd only done two at this point. This was the first one where we collaborated with law enforcement. We had done an investigation in Bethpage, Long Island, New York, and we had done an investigation outside of Washington, D.C. in Herndon, Virginia. This was number three. I want to know what's going to happen right now because the rest of my life just changed dramatically. Because I'm going to go to jail for trying to talk to a 13-year-old, which I never I don't understand why the did it. He says his life is going to change forever now, which is probably true, at least for some period of years, admits what he was doing, but doesn't understand why he did it. Well, he did it to try to have sex with a 13-year-old girl. Right, I'm going to go home and find a gun shoot myself in the head. That's stupid. Again, he tries to find sympathy. Says he's going to go home, try to find a gun, and shoot himself in the head. Now, this is disturbing. And obviously, we never want anybody to harm themselves after they become one of the predators I've caught. But if every guy said this in an effort to get off the hook, well, that would be an automatic pass to not get exposed. I suppose it worked for a little bit with Richard because of his age, because there were so many other guys in this particular investigation. He did not make the movie, so to speak. Made people nervous. But that doesn't discount what his intent was. It doesn't discount heinous acts he would have likely committed. And the criminal justice system, to its credit, dealt with it appropriately. And I'll get to that in just a minute. More of our story in a moment. He starts to hyperventilate. I offer him some water. Do you like some water? No, I don't want anything. I want a and again, admits he was stupid. Threatens to put a gun to his head once more. I'm stupid. Throw my computer away. Why don't you get some fresh air? At this point, he has come to the realization that once he leaves our kitchen, he's going to be arrested. And so he's stalling the inevitable. But I need to move things along because we have other predators on the way. So I encourage him to go out and get some fresh air. Well, prisoners may do nothing. Who takes care of these things? The FBI or fucking what other agency? It's different in different towns. Sometimes it's the FBI, sometimes. I live uh, 30 miles away. But before he goes, he wants to know precisely which agency is going to handle the case. The FBI, the local police, the local sheriffs. He's about to find out. Can you just call the cops right now so I can go to jail? Well, why don't you go outside? I don't want to go outside. Well, I, I, I think you're going to have to. Why? <laughs> Richard, you just can't stay here forever. 
<laughs> I know I am. No, why don't you give me your phone number and I'll keep you posted as to what happens as the story develops. Okay? He's very concerned as to whether or not he's going to be in our television story. And I try to explain to him, as I do with most of the predators I've caught, that we don't make those editorial decisions until later. He gives me his phone number and he leaves. He's arrested without incident by the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. Now, Richer fought these charges aggressively for about three years. He's part of a large family and they supported him financially in this aggressive legal defense to which he's entitled. But ultimately, he was convicted of one count of attempted lewd and lascivious act with a child under 14, one count of attempted oral copulation with a child under 18, and one count of attempted sodomy with a child under 18. He was sentenced to 180 days in jail, which he served, and three years probation. He was also put on the registered sex offender list, and he could apply to be taken off that list after 10 years. I reached out to Richard Brialt to see what he had to say about being one of the predators I've caught back in 2006 when he was 19. I wanted to ask him about what led him into that online chat. What led him to show up? And had he changed in the years since then? Wanted to know if he had any regrets, if he was sorry, if he went through therapy, what it was like for him to be in jail for 18 months. I reached out to one of the numbers I had for Richer, left a voicemail, and a couple of hours later, he called back. Now, he kind of caught me off guard, so as you'll hear in a second here, I had already picked up the phone when I started to record the conversation, so you're going to hear it uh, just a few words into it. Is this Richard Briol? Why do you want to know? Well, I'm following up. I do a podcast called uh, where we go back and look at uh, uh, past cases that have come up on my predator investigations and try to talk to some of the fellas. And I, I'm wondering if this is the same Richard uh, Richard Briol who I met uh, in 2006 in Riverside. Uh. You accuse somebody that was 19 years old, you're a fucking dick. Don't call this number ever again. Well, I just want to have your side of it. You accuse someone that was 19 years old. You fucking dick. That's what Richard had to say. Not, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Not, I've gotten therapy, I've turned my life around. He has the same attitude, only worse, really, all these years later. Remember, you just heard him cry, threaten suicide, ask me to kill him if I had a gun right there. He came up with all kinds of excuses, but he admitted he was there, in fact. 
to have sex with a 13-year-old girl. Now, you'd think a guy like that would just say, look, I don't want to talk to you. I'd moved on with my life. I've gotten married, uh, whatever is happening in his life. But no, this is Richard's attitude. Listen again. Is this Richard Brial? Why do you want to know? Well, I'm following up. I do a podcast called uh, where we go back and look at uh, uh, past cases that have come up on my predator investigations and try to talk to some of the fellas. And I, I'm wondering if this is the same Richard uh, Richard Brial who I met uh, in 2006 in Riverside. Uh, you accuse somebody that was 19 years old, you're a fucking dick. Don't call this number ever again. Well, I just want to have your side of it. Well, Richard, who's the fucking dick now? I'll let you, the listener of this podcast, decide that. As always, I like to hear from you. This week's question is from Edward in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Hey, Chris, this is Edward from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Just wanted to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I've been kind of binging it, and I'm just about caught up now. I got a little late to the party, but uh, <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. And all of your investigative pieces that you've done, I really enjoy all of those, too. Chris, what was your intention with the show? Was it meant to be an educational piece or a cautionary tale for the children to view, for adolescents to say, wow, I don't want that to happen to me? Was it meant for more for the parents information than the children and Chris my second question to you you know when I watched the early investigations especially you really had no problem getting aggressive with these guys especially if they weren't cooperating with you if they weren't giving you the information that you were seeking Sean Kennelly is one that I know you really pulled no punches with did you ever just want to go across that counter and and give him a smack upside the head or get in his face and start screaming at him. What emotions go through your head when you're sitting across the counter from a guy who just sent these kinds of disturbing and vile messages to an underage person? Chris, if you're ever in Western Pennsylvania, let me know. We'll go grab some pizza, maybe catch a Steelers and Ravens game, and I'll show you all the cool places to check out some live music. Thanks again, and keep up the good work. Thank you, Edward. And if I'm ever in Western Pennsylvania, I'll try to look you up. In terms of the original intention for the Predator investigations, I didn't really know what was going to happen, to be honest. But I did think if we could combine our ability to wire a house with hidden microphones and cameras with perverted justice's ability to have decoys online posing as children, it could be compelling. I didn't know what to expect. What I got in the first investigation was 17 men in two and a half days, including a New York City firefighter. We did it again and again and again, and you've seen the rest. We just did another predator investigation two weeks ago. Guys still showing up, still disturbing, Predators still a danger to children, except for the fact that there are many more social media platforms today than there were 19 years ago when we started this for adults to approach children. Now, 
In the beginning, it was just shocking to see that guys would do it. As we moved along, I thought it was important because it raised awareness and created a dialogue that didn't exist before. It was important for parents to see, society and law enforcement to see, and for children of the appropriate age to see. But I always tried to balance the investigations and still do. They are on True Blue now, my streaming crime network. With not offending people, but showing the graphic nature of what these predators are capable of. And I think for the most part, we achieved that balance. But I remember early on interviewing a dozen or so middle school kids, 13, 14 years old. This was at the very beginning of the predator investigations. And I said, how many of you show of hands have been online and approached by an adult and it made you uncomfortable? Virtually all of them raised their hands. And then I said, okay, another show of hands. How many of you told your parents about this? Virtually no one raised their hands. I said, why not? Because we're afraid they're going to take the internet away, access to the internet away. And that was shocking to me. And the other thing those kids told me after I showed them a video clip of a real predator investigation, they thought these guys were actors. They couldn't believe that it could really happen to them that somebody would actually show up in their house. So that's one of the important reasons early on that we kept doing it. Today, it's also about awareness and education and also deterrence. And as I said, 19 years later, we're still out there doing it. In terms of have I ever been so outraged by a predator that I wanted to reach across the table? Of course there's outrage. Of course I approach this not only as a journalist, but as a parent. But you can't cross that line. So never seriously did I ever think, Edward, that I was about to have some sort of vigilante justice involved here. That's up to the police. But thank you for checking in, Edward. I appreciate it. You can always reach me on social media. At Chris Hansen on Twitter. Official Chris Hansen on Instagram, all over Facebook. Have a seat with Chris Hansen on TikTok, Cameo, and new Predator Investigations, along with many other compelling crime stories, out now on my new streaming crime network, True Blue. T-R-U-B-L-U. Watch TrueBlue.com for details. I'll be watching and listening.